is a hose head. Production! Jeffrey Dahmer soaked in blood. The Unabomber blowing up. Waco, Texas, and Heaven's Gates. Aliens modified, men from apes. Hitler faked his death and then escaped. Bigfoot and the Mothman. Son of Sam talking to dogs again. Witches, ghosts, and goblins. Mysterious noise and hauntings. Dark arts in the skull and bones. Most celebrities are probably clones. So if you're feeling all alone, crack a beer and get stoned. I welcome you to the podcast, Strange Brew. All right, welcome everybody back to the show. Welcome. I'm one of your hosts, Tomcat, aka Tom Thompson, the Reptilian, and I'm joined by a very special guest. Uh, you are known online as, I guess, the Truth Seeker, Tiana, right? Did I say it right? That is correct. Okay. Perfect. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I, uh, I've, for all the fans that, uh, you know, are not aware of your content, um, some might, if they saw your appearance, because like, I feel like that's what, as soon as I saw your face that was on when you're on reality stars, I was like, Oh, they had her on. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. So, um, you know, you've spoke out much as like, as I have kind of thing on TikTok and using these platforms to try to awaken people to some extent. And obviously we kind of all get boxed into, to one algorithm at some point, um, but I've, I've seen your content. We think very, very similar. Um, you have, uh, a grandiose knowledge of a lot of this stuff. It's kind of crazy. Like you, you have this massive, uh, knowledge, you know, stuff that most people wouldn't, wouldn't be even thinking about or going in that direction. And I want to shout out that you are a female and a lot of males are in that realm, but there's, I don't see a lot of females that are really as outspoken and as intelligent and knowledgeable about this conspiracy theory or truth uh, movement than you are. Well, thank you so much. That actually means a lot because I didn't even know, I, I'm not really familiar with all of the people out there just because I didn't get to social media until 2020 Crazy. Um, when the whole you know, happened and the lockdowns. And that's when I started to speak up. So honestly, that I uh, thank you so much. That means a lot. Um, I didn't know that I was anything more than I guess who I was, but then I started to speak out and I realized that a lot of people wanted the truth and needed the truth. And so I decided to just speak out. I mean, what's the worst that's going to happen? I get labeled, but I've been labeled my entire life. So I just don't even care anymore kind of thing. It's yeah, like 100%. You can label me whatever you want, you know? <laughs> yeah. Um, obviously, uh, I'm, a, I'm a big fan of David Icke because he's the one that really uh, awakened me when I was a teenager. Um, and like, just so I, we kind of get to know each other, but I'll tell you kind of how I started down this journey is I was very young into like punk and stuff like that and hip hop and underground hip hop and stuff like that. So it, that influenced me to be anti-government. I was always against the, since I was like 12, 11 and listening to Annie flag, even though I think all these bands now are sellouts. Uh, but it taught me kind of to like, all right, the government is not as good as, as they're, as they're portraying that they are. And all my friends were kind of rebels and listen to sex pistols and like anarchy and all that type of stuff. So then as I got older, 
it started like I was in a metal band and then uh, I started, uh, I started writing rhymes. I was like 14 and they're mostly like typical, like bullshit. Like I went to jail. Now I need bail. Like it was very just basic crap. Right. And then I started digging down this rabbit hole and discovering artists like a moral technique and, and very like people that were dissecting what the government was doing. Like, I don't know if you're aware of a moral technique. No, I've heard of them, but not really familiar with like any of their work or lyrics or anything. You like should, that. you should check him out. He, he did a whole song uh, about nine 11 and how it was an inside job. Very like oh, really? well done and breaking it down. So that like listening to that when I was like 14 blew my mind. Oh, wow. And I think that's, that's yeah, I'll look into that. Yeah, that sounds interesting. Yeah. So then, essentially, I discovered. I started looking the alien stuff. Discovered David Ike uh, and and people like that. Like, there's other uh, like even it's funny. I always say David Wilcock. People think he's kind of nutty, but I still enjoy his stuff. I read his books. Um, so I started going down that rabbit hole and looking up like Harp. We just did our episode on Harp, and that's like one of the first things. I was like 16 that really started getting me down that rabbit hole of what they were capable of and all that stuff. And I was already producing music. And I already had microphones so i was like and everyone was sick of hearing me talk about this at work all the time because i'd be like my co-host can attest to this that we worked together he was younger than me and i'd be in his ear talking about the reptilians and all sorts of crazy shit (laughs) and then so years later i was like yo i just started this show i don't really know who i want as a co-host do you want to come on and now and then strange brew was born and it was more like let's do dark humor aspect of these really serious topics and like have some drinks and smoke up some weed and not be like this crazy intellectual podcast but have something that was more fun for people to listen to absolutely i totally understand and i use dark humor i think you have to in order to survive after you kind of awaken and realize just how messed up the world is the only way to I guess deal with it would be with dark humor. And I've got a lot of that, especially at work. Cause I work with all guys. Yeah. And so, um, yeah, the guys that I work with will just listen to anything I say and just, they shake their heads. They just block me out half the time and I just ramble on by myself. So I definitely understand how you feel. Yeah. hundred percent. Uh, I want to kind of get into, uh, you and you know, I have to get into too much detail, but kind of what, uh, started you down this path of a, like, and you could say like awakening. There's so many ways to phrase it. Uh, but really when you kind of, uh, realize what this reality seems to be. Yeah, I actually had a, a completely different, um, I guess, beginning than you did. You kind of started in the teenage years and you rebelled and all of that stuff. Um, mine was, I was born in Bosnia or former Yugoslavia. Um, the war started, uh, we were in the war for about six months and had to flee. And then we went to Switzerland and we lived there in a refugee camp for five years. And so my outlook on the world at a very young age was very different. I got exposed to exactly how savage humans can be towards each other. Even humans that were friends since the beginning of their lives um, turned on each other because of a third party, basically kind of putting ideas in their heads and turning people against each other. And so I think I saw the worst of the worst at a very young age. And um, I didn't rebel as much just because I had Slavic parents who would beat the beat us with some shoes and stuff if we <laughs> if we went the other way so yeah, I was yeah. very very in line right like mm-hmm. a student you know all of that stuff until I reached about 19 or 20 I had um, a brain bleed and they thought it was cancer and they also thought that I would have four months to live 
And once that happened, I'm in my last year of university and my entire world and the outlook on life just flipped. Everything that I went through as a child woke up in me and I just realized that everything we've been told was a lie. I started to kind of realize that why am I going to university? Why am I going to be working nine to five? I didn't like any of the stuff that I was doing. Um, I just wanted to be a beach bum on a beach surfing or snowboarding <laughs> and just traveling. And so that really kind of sent me down a uh, an obsession almost of figuring out why we're on this planet, what we're doing here, what's the purpose of all of this. And then one thing kind of led to another. And because I've always been a hermit, a nerd and very studious, I just spent all my time in the library, completely researching absolutely everything I could research to the depth I could research them on. And then I would self teach myself about laws, Roman laws and how everything kind of transpired up until what we see today. And so that's kind of how I started. And um, I know once I get into things, I blab on, I get very loud, I get very into it. Like, I'm not even angry. I just get very loud because I'm excited. And then that's where people lose interest. So I was always taught that no one really likes my thoughts or anything until 2020 came. And I was like, you know what, we're, we're facing the end here. I don't really care. I'm just going to put everything out there. And the way it was received was not how I expected it. I thought I was just going to get hate. Well, I do get hate a lot, but yeah, like, yeah, I thought it was going to be mostly hate than um, acceptance and people wanting to learn more about more things and how in depth I could go with it. Well, so. it's funny how much it's changed though, because like at the beginning, uh, when like I, I download TikTok to like look at work and shit, and then somehow my algorithm just started changing uh, to like, obviously I'm interested by, we, you sound very similar in the way, uh, that I am. I almost died when I was like 25, 26. And, mm. um, I essentially overdosed. I didn't know I, what I was taking and stuff like that. I thought it was something else. Mm. And then I, my lips went blue. This is like when I just started the podcast too. And luckily my friend Mike was there. The other kid was a piece of shit and probably wouldn't know what to do. My friend, Mike essentially saved me and it made me change my outlook on life even more uh, than it already had. But it's funny how you see it like shift because like I was getting so much hate for calling out like the vaccine and stuff like that. And like I had people posting my videos to like Instagram on their like accounts uh, on like these huge accounts. And someone's like, Oh, look, uh, look at this kid. And then they would just like, like ridicule me. Right. And like, do you agree with this guy? And then like those kind of people that put those videos out there like that. And then it, there's so much ridicule. And then it sort of like slowly started shifting where the comments started changing and people's thoughts started changing once they realized how tyrannical the government could become if they were giving the power to do so. Exactly. And I, I found that as well. I mean, I had some pretty large content creators like in the millions um, stitch my videos in the beginning and I didn't really care about the hate comments that came yeah. up, but I did get a bunch of, um, people, uh, I guess, threatening my life, um, in my inbox. And that's when I take my nerd thing. Cause I'm like, physically, not strong mentally though i'll yeah. find you i'll find your ip address <laughs> and that's what we did with every single threat we found their ip address we completely located them and i gave them a choice i'm like do you want me to ruin your life or i'm going to the rcmp with these threats so it was either good that or for this. you i mean people need to realize that there are consequences sometimes when you go on the internet and you blab your mouth there should be consequences and you know you either do it legally or you just hack the absolute living crap out of their life and make a mess out of it so that next time they learn to shut up 100 uh, because 
yeah, too many people have just kind of gone off the deep end online and they think that they can say anything because there's like a false sense of security through a screen. But what they don't understand is that their IP address is absolutely connected to every single item that they do on the computer. And I guess, you know, if they want to keep blabbing, they better know how to hide themselves better. So I try to use a VPN, but I don't even trust that. But it is very, uh, it is very true because like there, it's crazy to me the that people have been like, I don't know, so conditioned and, and radicalized at the same time, uh, to, to view the world in a certain way. And if you, if they don't fully agree with even everything you say, they might agree with some things they like freak out and their brain has like their brain breaks. I've seen people just like they're freaking out uh, and like ridiculing me in certain ways just because I call it the government. Like I just did a video where I was like, you know, the fact that there's people out there that if I criticize the government and the way they use our money, then they tell me to move to Afghanistan or something like that. And I'm like, we're trying to avoid our countries becoming some sort of third world hellhole, you know? Oh, exactly. That's literally what I'm what I keep trying to tell people. I'm like, I came from a communist country. We or it was a social communism. It worked for Yugoslavia at the time because we weren't completely socialist or communist. Um, It was more of a kind of like a show. Um, But it was a blend of capitalism. And when it fell apart, it pretty much almost mirrored what we're going through in the Western world right now. And so when I try and tell people that I'm like, Hey, listen, by the way, um, we're headed down exactly where my country was down. Everyone's like, Oh, well, your country was a third world country when that happened. It's like, no, we weren't. (laughs) We were actually not a third world country. We were actually very well off and it almost, it, it goes slowly. And then in the last moments you get about three days until shit hits the fan like really bad and that is what i'm trying to tell canadians that you know what hitler was also elected democratically by the german people and look what happened and people are saying oh well you know justin trudeau and biden they're all democratically elected it's like are they or are they not depending on how our election (laughs) selected exactly and how long they want to stay in for they can do whatever they want if we do not put up those boundaries for them i think that uh i i think Trudeau, like I think Biden, probably the same thing, but I a hundred percent think Trudeau is like a reptile. Like he has no emotions whatsoever. Like he contradicts himself all the time. That's why it's the funniest thing to like, listen to him because he'll say one thing and then contradict it. Like the internet doesn't exist. And he's like the king of gaslighting while saying that everyone else is gaslighting. But if you like, look at his uh, emotional state and his eyes and, and the way he portrays himself, like I think that he's probably got like, Hitler had like six body doubles. Trudeau's probably got a bunch, but the, why I point out is cause like when they, I think they sacrificed his brother. And when you look at his, his video of like him speaking about it after his brother was dead, he's emotionless and almost like, well, he got what he deserved type of like attitude. Honestly, Justin Trudeau, I think is an MK ultra um, victim. That the way he's, Yeah, he is absolutely dead behind the eyes. And we all know that the elites do take um, ritual lives in certain ways um, to perpetuate, I guess, either their siblings um, as a sacrifice so that they can become something um, in life. Uh, Justin Trudeau seems like he's an MK ultra. Yeah. Um, Cause like ritualistically they have to like, you have to sacrifice something. They say this in like Freemason stuff too. And different, like occult practices. Now I got a question. Do, do you uh, have any belief in the reptilians at all? 
Honestly, I do. Not in the same way as um, is it is being told. Mm. Um, in the sense of reptilian, I think that they have more reptilian DNA in their blood. Um, I know I've heard of shapeshifters mm-hmm. and I'm wondering if that's a metaphor, because one thing I've noticed from the cabal and everything that I've read, including like all of the occult writings, um, all of the religious writings as well, um, yeah. is that they use metaphors a lot. So when they say shapeshifter, do they mean legitimate shapeshifter or somebody that can go into any group and infiltrate them? That's true. Because they can shift their perspective and almost change their face and their behavior to kind of mimic the group that they want to infiltrate in. Um, so that's what I'm wondering. But the reptilian thing definitely does have a, how should I say this, a connection to Atlantis of where the Atlanteans yeah. came from and then how we were made on this planet. Because there's no way we're the only ones that no. are hairless. And you know what I mean? It takes us like three years to learn how to walk and talk, whereas other animals learn right away because they have to survive. I mean, nothing really matches, even evolution-wise, our species versus the species that are on this planet. Um, We require so much more resources just to stay alive, unlike animals. And Mm. so I find it really, really weird um, when people say, oh, we came here by evolution. I'm like, it is so clear by scientifically looking at, I mean, the species on this planet, also, we don't even have an intermediate. Like what? We went from monkeys to, you know, human it beings. Skips. Where are the intermediates? Yeah. They must have survived in some way. There's no way only our kind of lineage or species did survive. So what we're talking about is DNA mixing and a lot of junk DNA mm-hmm. that they know how to turn on. Yeah. So I'm wondering if maybe they do actually are able to shapeshift into reptilians or or not. But there are people out there who are definitely not genetically. All it's humans, my favorite sure. subject uh, since I was like young, because as soon as I started diving into that, like I've seen UFOs and like, you know, I joke on the show all the time. We did a flat earth episode like years ago and I like joked about it. We made fun of it a lot. But as I go through it, I'm like, nah, maybe I don't know. I, don't, I necessarily I don't know what to believe because there is so much contradiction and stuff like that and this this person says that this person says this or whatever right um and i'm reading david ike's book uh the children of the matrix and it is very compelling of how much there is uh history based on like reptilians like the ouroboros eating its own tail uh the chinese one of their emperors was like a reptilian appearance and there's so many depictions and writings about like these ancient gods that look like reptilians or snakes and the thing is why i more or less believe in kind of think it is possible because I think that our DNA is able to be manipulated. Hence why I have that in the intro where I'm like, you know, genetically modified men from apes, right? Is this idea is like, I've, I've seen shadow people. I tell the story all the time. I get to the full story. Cause it's like, every time I go on another show there, I was like, what's the craziest experience. And I came back from Cuba. My friend got left there after we got way too drunk on the plane. And, um, as much as I enjoy drinking and I do it on the show, uh, I try to cut it out a bit. Cause I, you know, I, I got questions uh, about if you, partake in anything uh but like i've seen people that are like the coolest normalest people like just like chill and then they get drunk and they become some sort of like different type of person like a creature i saw him in the middle of a cuban airport like chew his own toenails without a shirt on and no shoes and only pajama pants on like some crazy shit so it freaked me out and then so they left him there and he had to and while i'm leaving they're screaming fuck castro fuck cuba and it's crazy i was like my my mind was blown and we drank all week so my vibration was low and then um it was like the lowest that's ever like been it, it felt like 
like, and then I was at this time, I'm 19 and I'm, I'm, re- I'm really researching and digging all uh, in all this stuff. And I always tell people I was completely sober minded. I get home. Uh, the, my wife that I'm still with or whatever, she like was in my bed and I came in and then I kind of broke down. I was like, Mike is still in Cuba and I'm having this crazy experience where I'm super low. And then, then we go to bed. Okay. And then I'm, I'm essentially closing my eyes, seeing where Mike is on the world map of what I in picture it. He, I'm in Canada and he's over here in Cuba. And then when I open my eyes, I'm seeing like shadow people look down at me and like, it feels like my soul is getting ripped out of my body. I was having sleep paralysis, which I've never had before. Other maybe one time where I was laying on my stomach and it felt like something was sitting on my back and I've messed around Ouija boards. I've seen people get scratched. I've seen lights turn off. I've seen weird shit. Nothing like this ever in my entire life and never anything since and how, uh, how intense this was. And there was like a bunch of people looking over at me. Like they were like literally looking down at me as I was laying in bed and I had to like rip myself out of sleep paralysis every time. And it felt like they're trying to like physically, like spiritually take my soul out of my body. Somehow my, my girlfriend had no fucking idea what the hell was going on with me. He had no idea. And the craziest thing is as I walked towards the door and there's like more of the story, there's weird sounds I'm hearing. I walked towards the door and I see like this seven foot tall shadow creature thing and it looks down at me and I look up at it and I was like scared shitless and I walked into my bath like opened the door walked in the bathroom and I was like what is going on with you and I was like you know what this is they're trying to and I I convinced myself of this I was like they're trying to take your energy at least what it felt like and I was completely sober minded and I'll talk to you a little in a little bit about I dabble in mushrooms a lot never touched them at this point in my life ever like it was years and years later until I started doing them and it scared the living shit out of me I've been to jail when I was a teenager, like doing stupid shit. And I've had very scary and traumatic experiences in my life. And that was one of the most frightening experiences I've had. And it was completely real. Like as, as someone standing in front of you, it was completely real. Like that's scary that you say that because, um, I have sleep paralysis a lot and every time it's the same. Yep. And it is this seven foot shadow like being thing and it's constantly over on top like by my head breathing really loud and i cannot move and then subconsciously i know because the dream starts off the same way it's almost like the movie interception where you go from one dream to the next to the next and my own subconscious keeps telling me wake up or he's gonna get you wake up or he's gonna get you every single time i get sleep paralysis it's exactly the same dream i realize i'm in it a fear starts to form i know what's gonna happen and i try and wake myself up and it never never works until this shadow creature is right over me and then i just wake up out of fear that's crazy. So, and it, when you were saying that, dude, I was like, yes, <laughs> that's nuts. Uh, and I, people share these same experiences and if it's the same entity, who knows? Like we've done uh, episodes about the, the hat man, um, and different like shadow people stuff. And, uh, it, it, it's something that is so significant that any, any other show that invites me on, I end up telling it and stuff like that. And I'm sure the fans are sick of hearing it, but it's, it's something that made me really made me question reality, uh, and, and what is else is out there. And I, I know what I saw. I know what I felt. And I know that the, the, it was real to me. And I, I don't believe in this thing of like things are subconsciously in your head. I think that that is possible to an extent, uh, but not in regard to what I was looking at and seeing and feeling. 
And that's why I've always said in the show that I tend to believe people if they if they have abduction experiences, even if it is the government doing it or whatever, and they really believe it's real, like the Benny and Barney Hill uh, abduction case uh, could it supposedly was the the government. Nobody really knows, but they saw all these different creatures uh, with inside this UFO. And, but if you listen to Barney's uh, audio tape, he's scared. He's the living sh- Like he's scared to death of what he saw. So I tend to believe these people because I'm like, well, I want to be believed and I know what I saw. Well, if there's more of us experiencing the same thing, then it's definitely not our subconscious because we mm-hmm. can't share a subconscious on like this kind of a level. So if we're all experiencing the same thing and I've talked to other people with sleep paralysis and they have the exact same thing with the shadow, seven foot shadow creature that just kind of stands over them. So then it becomes a phenomenon. So if it's just one person or if we're all experiencing different things, maybe a little similar, then, yeah, I could see it as being our subconscious. But if we're all having the exact same experiences, the exact same feelings, and we can all relate, then it's a natural phenomenon that deserves to be studied a little bit more. Well, that's what's weird. than just dismissed. That's what's weird about the reptilian stuff is because, like, there is people across the world that have the exact same experiences and no one can explain it and stuff like that. And, like, it's funny because even my co-host always jokes how I like suck David Ike's dick. Like it's a, a running joke, right? Just cause I'm like, well, he's the one that woke me up and I now I've always listened to his talks stuff like that. So now I'm actually reading his books. I'm reading like, I'm like, I'm sure you know how this is where you read like three books at once. Like I'm reading yeah. like a Howard Zinn history book at the same time as reading like a David Ike book. And it's fascinating. A lot of the stuff is a little dry. Cause I know about the stuff about the connections to ancient like realms and Lemuria and all that stuff. Um, but it, for somebody who didn't know anything about the reptilian, it would intrigue them uh, quite a bit in the fact that he does present a lot of evidence of uh, how they could be manipulating our society and all that stuff. And I don't know, that experience always shook me to my core of like, there is things outside of our reality, out of our eyesight, the, the spectrum of light that we can't see. And they're around us all the time, probably. And, you know, and then every time I believe this, when you're sad and you're, uh, you know, you have uh, these, these negative emotions, you it feels like you're drained after like something is sucking you dry oh absolutely and the weirdest i think thing i've seen that would kind of connect to reptilians is um i was debating a guy about something this was many years ago and i can't even remember where all i remember is he got so mad that i was winning the debate that his eyes made a slit almost like a snake while I was talking to him, this guy was so mad that his eyes started to slit. And when I tell you I had the weirdest feeling in my gut, like it almost like caught me. It was almost like I should just run away from this guy because it was just like this fear based feeling that came over me the minute I saw his true mask kind yeah. of you know revealed. And when I tell you his eyes slit that way, completely normal dude, nothing ever. And I mean, like I've talked to him before, but just the fact that he got angry that he was losing a debate and then had the slit eyes. And the worst part is another person was with me and noticed it as well. So I, I thought maybe it was because it was a heated debate, you know, where everyone's kind of going back and forth. But when he got angry, his eyes did a slit. Um, my friend saw it at the same time I did. And we will never, ever forget it. And we still can't explain it. We're like, was that a reptilian? Was that maybe his reptile brain, you know, doing the whole 
anger, flight or fight thing. And he, his pupils went from round to like, that's fucked up that you saw that. And the thing is too, that they can point to this, that like we have genetics, like, right. Our brains, a reptilian brain on top of a a mammalian brain, then a human brain. Like that's how it's supposed to be. It's set up. And it is interesting because if, if truly that we have reptilian DNA in us and that we were created by them to do God knows what mind gold or whatever people want to believe that we would still have that DNA. And then some people have, um, more of it in, in some regard. And that's why you have them infiltrate, uh, certain people like the, the Bush family is connected to the queen is all these bloodlines, uh, that all connect. And I'm sure you know a lot about that too, is the bloodline stuff. And that's what it was points to me. Like this idea of like, why is there so much pedophilia and children missing and these blood sacrifice rituals and that ex Satanists and people that are, that do these rituals, uh, maybe left it or whatever, admit to this stuff. And there's so much of that. And to me, I'm like the human beings are uh, in my, opinion are inherently good uh there's good and evil in all of us as richard ramirez would say that serial killer right he was tapped into something uh because he knew some shit that he shouldn't have known and i think that was his like getting into satanism and stuff like that is that we all have the potential to be good or evil and i think that we get manipulated through our subconscious from beings that we can't see and i'm sure there's you know, there's probably positive uh, entities out there as well trying to combat that, at least from the research I've done. But there's something that like I've had weird experiences in my in my life and I've felt that. And there's people that describe these experiences of like their boyfriend getting angry and they see the slit in their eye and stuff like that. And is that because they are possessed by uh, a reptilian or they are one? Uh, because all they're doing is supposedly casting like a holographic image into your mind. So you perceive them as human, but they're not actually like human. And if you were to see them in their true form and then they try to do the hypnosis effect on you, your brain would essentially break. Or it's the idea of like when we get angry and we feel these negative emotions that they're all around us all the time, exhuming that energy then they could take hold of you in that moment honestly i've gone down this as well from a psychology perspective like Mm. from an actual scientific psychology perspective and the occult and there is so much so many connections it's unbelievable because um what people don't know is that mental illness is actually um what's that word um contagious So if you pump people with mental illness or mental illness or even the knowledge of it out into the world, then people start to self-diagnose just subconsciously and they start to believe that they have it as well. And this is how they can push behavioral change is by basically telling everybody, oh, if you have this certain characteristics, like you want to ask questions. You're autistic. Um, yeah, you're out to like they. I'm I'm on the spectrum. Like, by a doctor, he's like, you have Asperger's because you can't keep eye contact. And I was like, okay, like, I don't <laughs> even know what that means, right? And then he's like, oh, you're socially awkward on the spectrum. It's like, dude, how about I'm just weird? Yeah, like, you know what I mean. I have different interests, and the interests that um, some people have, I don't have. No. You know, and I do get excited about learning, just the way the same way people get excited about concerts and stuff like that, right? But they immediately diagnose me put me in a box and for many years I was like okay so am I different am I less am I you know what I mean and then I just realized I'm like they're just labeling me because I'm different like you 100%. know what I mean 
Yeah. So we have so many parallels. It's strange. Uh, You remind me a lot of myself when I was younger. They died like at a young age. I was going to therapy because I was like suicidal, but I think I was just doing it out of attention. I was very like 10 years old um, and I was trying to kill myself in some regard. Uh, But like, I don't think I was even trying to do that. I think it was just out of like, I was so young. I think it was just out of, um, you know, my own depression and stuff like that. And like, and people don't realize this. And this is what I'll get into when it comes to the mushroom stuff is that like, um, you have trauma in your head that you'll, you'll never understand. Like my mom had uh, a miss, she miscarried. I could have had a brother. She was eight months uh, pregnant. He died. And then her trauma, I think it, like it came, it went on to me and I never even realized oh, it. And she wouldn't even admit it, but I know for a fact that that's what happened. And then they would diagnose you all this crazy shit and say, you're this and you're that. And I wouldn't, e- I would say, no, I'm not. And I wouldn't even believe what they're saying. This is why I think I was always against the grain. I didn't like the indoctrination of the school system system and they try to put me on concerta which is a concentration drug or whatever like for adhd and shit like that and i didn't take it i just wouldn't take it and then they tried nice. to put me on zoloft and i was listening to rappers that were saying that they put zoloft in their coffee to get high and i was like i don't need that and i would just smoke weed and drink and they always got upset at me i was drinking very young like 12 years old i started drinking very young to suppress some of my shit and it wasn't healthy in any way uh but i didn't want to take pharmaceutical drugs i don't know how at that young age I kind of knew that that's not what I wanted, but they put me in this box of like, you're this, you're someone, there's a doctor called me a paranoid schizophrenic. Uh, and, and and then, yeah, isn't that crazy? And then, so I went to a, this Indian doctor, someone else had diagnosed me and they were like, you smoked weed really young. That's normal. Uh, you, you act pretty normal to me. Uh, you're not as paranoid schizophrenic. And I was like, yeah, Yeah. there's doctors out there that will say the most outlandish shit uh, because they've been indoctrinated. My mom, I grew up, my mom was a nurse and so was my grandmother and they're there. She's starting to get it a little bit now, but like hundred percent full blown indoctrination of like, this is the way kind of thing. And it's like, no, no, it's not. Oh, I, I honestly, I totally understand that. And I kind of, I, I kind of keep this on a download just because then people think I'm either part of the cabal or whatever. But yeah. when I was in university, I actually worked for a pharmaceutical lab. Uh, uh, for a co-op to finish my degree right when I finished they wanted to hire me as a sales rep I lasted six months with the moral corruption of doctors and drugs I lasted six months yeah quit and went work for a natural health company as a sales that's cool yeah, and then, so see, Canada is like the is, is st- people don't understand that just because we have free healthcare, even though we pay astronomical amounts with our taxes and stuff like that, it's not free because they still market y- you and they make money off of your sickness and stuff. Absolutely, and what people don't understand is that doctors actually get bonuses for the um, drugs that they give out. Hundred so- percent. If I'm a pharmaceutical sales rep and let's say I, you know, selling Zoloft to or whatever drug, you know, blah, 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 like ABC drug um, to a doctor, I can always tell them, hey, if you make this and this quota for this year, um, we can send you on an all inclusive, basically almost like a $50,000 vacation with you and your family. And so those are the incentives that are being used on doctors by pharmaceutical sales reps. I mean, I'm like 21 years old. You get like a visa and a car, you know, you're. They do this with cops too. That's why they they arrest more people at the end of the month with tickets and stuff like that because they have to meet their quota. Uh, And most people don't even realize that. And that's why I think it's funny. Like, uh, 
I hate how many people are caught in this right left right wing left wing bullshit. I saw when I was a kid, I was like, I'm I voted once when Trudeau called that snap election or whatever. I voted yeah. once to be like, let's see if it does anything. And I wore my fuck Trudeau sweater, and the lady was like, uh, you can't wear anything that's uh, politically affiliated, whatever, something like that. And I what? literally said to her, I was like, this is my right as a Canadian citizen. Fuck Trudeau, and I walked out. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. And, and it really, didn't do anything. I don't ever trusted voting in the first place. And I was a kid. I was like, what was the point of this? It's there. There is no, honestly, they're all selected. And I think what people didn't realize is because, you know, Justin Trudeau and Joe Biden are the ones at the helm right now. Of course, I'm going to criticize them. Yeah. Uh, but what people don't understand is that if the conservatives start screwing up, like I will criticize. People them are well, freaking out because I called out Pierre. I called him out and I was like, you think he's any different than them? I was like, he's telling this guy appears out of nowhere. And I was like in the, the camera realm, right? Like he was always been in politics as a career politician, but he showed up in the spotlight out of nowhere and then he starts telling you everything that you want to hear that is the opposite of what you hate right now because of justin trudeau and then people are like losing their mind and then being like you must support trudeau that i had to make a video i was like is something mentally wrong with you people (laughs) just because i like criticize one politician does not mean i'm for the other it is like crazy people's brains like split in half and they don't even understand what the fuck is going on anymore dude i made an angry video like my hair is all messed up I was like, what is wrong with everybody? I'm like, get off my page if you're an extremist. I'm like, I am center all the time. I'll call anybody out. How did like, Fucking crazy. Like some of the comments I get are just wild. Like this one guy comes out of nowhere, never seen him before. He's like, I have had enough of you. And I'm like, Who are you? He's like, you are a Satanist because you give out candy for Halloween. Jesus hates Oh, you. I and saw I'm your like, video talk about Halloween. Like, what? I love Halloween, man. Oh, dude. Like some of the comments that I get literally, it hurts my my brain inside and i'm like this is why the elites want to depopulate us and i swear to god i'm agreeing with them on some of y'all i know i 100 percent, man oh, thin, dude, thin those hurts. useless eaters out and it's funny because people look at that that way like i'm a huge horror movie fan i do a show called class Horrorcast with my irish buddy he started it and then we like connected like instantly and then started talking about horror movies right. and stuff like that and it's because like that's also like i was very young watching horror movies i didn't get i wasn't fucked up like it, it, it i thought it was interesting and cool and you know it's fake but I can't watch surgery shows because I know that that's real, you know? <laughs> that's awesome. I got a no, question. I, I totally get it. Ha, have you ever uh, have you ever dabbled in psychedelics at all? No, I actually haven't because I have the brain bleed. I'm actually not allowed any psychedelics or uppers. I was um, told that by a doctor, by my neurologist. So the only thing I'm allowed is downers. And he made a joke. He's like, I wouldn't really go for heroin because it might ruin your life, but it won't do anything to the (laughs) clot in your brain. And I was like, please stick to medicine and not joking, dude. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, so do you I'm smoke weed at all? Because okay, that's not is that considered? I'm allowed upper? weed. I'm allowed weed. Because um, you could grow for, your own. You're on like a farm, right? Yeah, we're on a farm. Um, we can grow our own. We can get our own. Like yeah. pretty much anything. Um, I use it to fall asleep, just because I yeah, yeah. am a very my wife's the same way. Up, yeah, up kind of person and i need to just you know relax before bedtime because i my energy levels through the roof so i use it for sleep mm-hmm. um but that's the only thing i use it for just because i do work on site so we do get piss tests sometimes even though right now it's legal um you're not allowed to be high during like yeah. the day or what whatnot so it just depends on i guess what site we're on how how you know 
uh, you know, shitty their safety yeah. people are and stuff like that. What, so. um, <laughs> so like, what did they diagnose with the brain? Like, how is that? Cause how does that affect you? Do they like, so I was born um, a month premature, and mm. in that month, it's very important that the veins and the ar- arteries in your head form uh, properly. Mm. Um, because I was born prema- so premature and so small, the arteries and the veins can't be distinguished. Yeah. It's just one vessel. And so I have a cluster of vessels, apparently, that had um, a lot of pressure in them, mm. and they burst. And half my face and my arm went numb. Um, and then I got rushed to the hospital because they thought I was having a stroke. Um, we did a CT scan and they're like, it's not a stroke. There's, um, like things that we found in your brain. (laughs) They're like, it's, it it looks like it could be cancerous and it's in a spot where we can't get to it. And we think you might have four months left. So then we did an MRI, um, scan and everything. I did like, um, the dyes, all the tests. Then they realized that it was actually something I was born with. And it's called, it's a condition called AVM. Mm. Um, and it's it's not very well known um so i have these veins they can burst again the one did burst another four years so i have two burst veins and there's like just certain spots on my face that i can't feel um for the so i can get like a nose ring and not feel a thing really yeah i did that i went and got a nose ring for like half an hour until my mom found out and we only did it because we wanted to scare the nose piercer guy because i didn't even like blink Cause I can't feel it. Like I can't feel anything. And he's like, you must be like psycho strong. Cause you didn't even flinch. I'm like, dude, half my face is numb. (laughs) That's funny. I've had people like, cause the videos I do, I've had people ridicule me because I have a nose ring. They're like, who fucking listens to this kid with metal in his nose? And it's just like, I think it's cool. Shut the fuck up. (laughs) Honestly, I, I literally had people on my side before even watching my videos because of how I looked, call me a liberal, like idiot. And that the vaccines were fake. And I'm like, what? So then I'm like, dude, that's literally what I'm talking about right now. And so I was strange. told you look like a liberal and I didn't even want to listen to you. I just heard you say COVID and then I just started attacking you. How do you, you. look like, like a liberal? Honestly, I don't know, but I stopped wearing my glasses in most of my videos so that I didn't come across as a liberal. That's fucking crazy. That There's no, you don't look like, like if you're wearing a mask and your hair is pink, I'm going to fucking maybe think you're liberal. But like <laughs> the idea that you can look a certain way and the fact that like liberals are not liberals anymore. They're not, they're not. They're not. No. And conservatives are not conservative. I bet a buddy. It, it's funny. He's like uh liberal progressives will never progress and conservatives will never conserve. Cause they're like, honestly, so true. Sheeps and wolf clothing. It, it is, it is sad to me that like, I, I don't understand. I, I don't know how it would affect your brain in a negative way. Like I wouldn't, you wouldn't want to push the limits on it. Uh, but all my friends growing up, they did mushrooms fairly early. Uh, I didn't because, uh, realistically I was scared of reptilians and fucking shadow creatures and shit like that at an early age. Like my friends were like 15, 16. And I was like, I don't want to see that. I saw my one friend that wasn't mentally stable when he was like 16 and he thought that a thousand hands were touching him. And I was like, it's probably cause of his mental state. But so then I, I did it like, uh, once or twice to my wife and we just saw like things slow down and stuff like that. And I just like laughed hysterically. I was having laughing fits. I was like, all oh, like all my friends described or whatever. And then I was like about two years ago, it's probably about almost three now, two and a half years ago. I was like, you know, I'm going to start using these things religiously and seeing what happens. And it changed my life forever. And it made me realize that this reality is not as real as we think it is. I dealt with all this crazy trauma 
that I had like stuck in the back of my head and it convinced me that like the reality that we live in is not as real as we think it is and never will be. I've had the weirdest experiences of like, um, I was one time I was tripping and I, this is when I, I'm going to take seven grams. Uh, most people Ooh. should take, listen, most people should take like three to like a gram is lift off. Um, two grams get you pretty good. Uh, they always say like a half quarter, like 3.5 will get you like that good level. So I was like, fuck it. I'll try to do a, a large amount. And Nate from reality Zars, he's like, uh, he did eight grams on a subway station. And Whoa. I was like, you're crazy. I would never go in public. I went for a walk once. And I thought I was dying. And then it started sit, setting in. And I was like, well, we need to get home right now. I'm like sweating and shit. People are walking by us. Uh, luckily I'm in a small town, so there's not many people, but that's awesome. So then you know, I heard microdosing actually really helps a lot of people. Yeah. That's what I'm like. Yeah. I don't know how it would impact you negative, uh, negatively because it, it, it does. It recur, uh, it re, uh, connects neurons in your brain uh, that like if you see the map of like your brain on a, a placebo and then your brain on actual psilocybin and it's like amazing because you're like brain reconnects all this thing and usually you feel worn out the next day because it's so impactful on your brain. But I always feel like I'm becoming smarter. It's been a month, which is the long longest in the last three years that I have not taken them. People thought I was fucking crazy because I was taking <laughs> mushrooms every other week or, and then I started taking them every week. And so you have to like, make sure you're taking a, a large dose to get that same effect or whatever. And I had one, that seven gram trip. I was like, I'm going to go lay in my room and my wife is downstairs and she's like, okay, do your thing or whatever. And I'm like, I'm just going to like listen to music and shit and to see where it takes me. And I started thinking about like my grandparents uh, that are dead. And then my aunt and uncle died fairly, uh, young because of like drugs and alcohol, both of them. One died of an overdose, one died. She was drinking like a 26 or a day. And, and then it gave her a tumor essentially. So I was thinking about them and I heard my aunt say I'm here in her voice while I was tripping. And I've never heard or seen anything like that ever on trips. That is wild. So, and who knows if your brain's doing that, but yeah, see the only thing that I, um, the reason why I can't is I can't have anything that affects the thinness of the blood. Mm -hmm. Otherwise my veins could actually like, um, yeah. bleed again. So I'm not even allowed aspirin, um, because it thins, it that shit's thins terrible the blood. for you anyway. Yeah. So <laughs> that, that, that's the only reason why I'm not allowed psychedelic is just because it, um, affects the composition of the blood. It has actually yeah. nothing to do with like the vein. Mm -hmm. Um, it, well it Makes does sense. because if the thin, thinner the blood, then I could, um, bleed out again and then it could affect more of my motion. Um, of my like left. Yeah. That'd be sad. Cause so you'd be forth. really happy probably like in that state of consciousness. And then it'd be like your husband would have to come up like, Whoa, what is happening over here? Cause yeah, like pretty it, much. <laughs> it could end up like getting bad, but like, it's crazy. Cause it changed my life right i was doing like i was doing three four grams and we do a project we watch movies out back on a projector on by the fire or whatever and i was oh, watching no. horror movies like i watched america werewolf in london like fucking tripping balls on this really strong strain all my friends and people that know me are like you're fucking how do you do that and i was like i watched this i watched like the village and i was like tripping balls the whole time i was like whoa i was like the whole twist ending is wild and i forgot about because i haven't seen since i was like 14 but it's yeah. like i test myself right once you go past a certain point you just keep pushing but it convinced me that like our reality is not as real as we think it is Honestly, it isn't. And I think a lot of people um, once either they have something traumatic happen or they go through a really rough patch, they start to realize that everything that we've been told is 
kind of a lie and they start to formulate their own um, views of the world. But a lot of people get lost. They get scared. They think that they can't, you know, they get stuck into the whole work and then just die. And that's pretty much the meaning of life. And no one really has. Well, not no one. I shouldn't say that. Um, Not a lot of people have like the ability to break away from the fear and actually test their own potential. And I wish that more people would. I feel like I had to. Yeah. So unless, yeah, exactly. Unless you're forced or, you know, something happens and I think we're all pushed into that direction, but I think the meaning of life is to be your authentic self as authentic as you can be. And, um, there was a test where they, you know, they test, um, the vibrations of human beings and they used to think that love was the most powerful vibration. Well, they actually found out in a new test that it's, um, you just being yourself completely and utterly yourself. So authenticity is actually more powerful than love. And I I got a weird feeling in my head when you said that. Really? Yeah. Okay. Cause yeah. Authenticity is literally the number one, um, I guess outward projected emotion that is positive that humans can put out. And so I think what helped is kind of being autistic on the spectrum and not really caring what people think or what society thought of me, because I know I never went clubbing. Like I never went, <laughs> I've been clubbing five times in my life and an extrovert had to physically remove me from my house. I went like three there. times in my life. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm like five times. And some of them was like, weddings and whatever bachelorette parties Mm. and and usually i end up leaving after like an hour when everyone's kind of buzzed and they won't notice that i just kind of like step out so i just kind of leave and then because you don't drink right because that's technically a downer but because of what it does to your brain right um so i'll have wine i I do drink and so i'll have wine and whatever um i'm pretty i'm i'm lightweight so my (laughs) husband has to babysit me if i'm the one like (laughs) drinking wine so because i'll go on adventures and i love everyone when i'm drunk and i love talking to people it's like my husband knows i am completely drunk if i start making friends and that's (laughs) when he has to cut me off because he's like she's never gonna do any of this stuff she's promising you guys to do unless she's drunk she's not leaving the house we're not going on a group vacation but she's (laughs) lying she's drunk right now right so he definitely has to like take care of me when i drink um but i'm not allowed to overdo it just because Mm. of like the level of alcohol and the thinness of the blood so i try and kind of keep it down nothing bad has happened yet but at the same time I don't want this to kind of keep me down no. um, and, you know, keep me. I've always kept it at bay. Stuff. I like drinking too much. And the fans of the show will know that is <laughs> like, there's been times like when we first started the show, we were drinking like a 26 or between me and my buddy, which is like horrible. And like just seeing the most outlandish shit It's now on Patreon. So people can, <laughs> if they want to, they can like, I call it the lost tapes episode. Cause I'm like, this yeah. can't be out there on its yeah. own like it's too much like we're like we did a richard ramirez episode and we were like really drunk and some fan asked for it back and i'm like it's on the patreon now you could go have it on there and pay for it but i'm like the fact that you liked it so much is making me think you're a little weird <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome yeah i was i literally just put everything out there because i knew my account had a limit on tiktok and i was yeah. like as much as i can like put stuff out there and you know show the show people like what the government is doing and that's why the approach that i take is very uh, mathematical yeah, so I can see that. you know 
teach people, um, go very slowly, put as many details as I can in there. And that's what I'm hoping to do with my YouTube channel and my Patreon, because we're trying to connect absolutely everybody who thinks the same way so that we can kind of put a leverage back on to us having rights um, so that these companies can't push us around anymore. Because if we have a second option, we can just drop all of these corporations. That's what I said. I was like, people, even YouTube, so I was like, people need to go towards Rumble. And I realized now they have an app and stuff like that, where I was like, we need to get an app and get better at this and the thing is if people show the power of their like dollar or the power of their opinion and all that stuff like that it will like change everything and that's why like it's funny because my my the most of my viral videos like they went really viral was when I got the most angry and it wasn't even like that I was that angry it's just like yeah. I'm just gonna like I know people want this so I'm just gonna scream at my fucking phone for a fucking a minute and a half and people are always like do you write this shit out and I'm like never I just tell you what the fuck I'm thinking. And now like, I never realized, uh, how you could use that with Instagram. One guy, I can't remember. He's an anarchist dude. And he's like, love your stuff. And I had like, maybe like, you know, 400 followers, something like that. He's like, start putting captions on your videos. And all of a sudden I have like 7,000 people fall. It's the weirdest shit. Right. Cause like I've had videos that have like a hundred K more like 200 K. And I'm like, I don't know if I like this. Cause every time I do mushrooms, I'm like, my face is out there. The CIA is fucking watching me all the time because you get you get like this paranoid but it's not like fear it's like it's just like whoa like you need to like reel it in a bit you don't need to be doing this much kind of stuff right but then i'm like always like well i'll push him towards the podcast go listen to that shit you know because you're trying to take advantage of these algorithms and these people that look at your content but the majority of them are just like like follow and they just all they do yeah, that's honestly, I've noticed that as well. A lot of people will talk and a lot of people will complain, but not a lot of people want solutions or be part of solutions. So the ones that do are are super, super rare. Um, and then you have like the negative Nancys, those people yeah. who are always negative, like no matter what you put out there, no matter what solutions, they're like, no, we're done. Everything's done. Why are you here? Just go sign up for MADE. I know. At this point, like, why are you here? You why, can say why? you're sad and they'll kill you. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Just go to a doctor and tell them you're having a bad day. They'll sign you up for it's it. Fucking I mean, crazy. It's fucking crazy. like Justin Trudeau's Canada. He doesn't give a no. like shit about any of us. So I, I definitely, it's, I mean, it, it, we're useless we're eaters. An time. Oh, so dude, they think are, that's oh. what they think about us. They, and they it, these elitist people in their parasites or whatever, right? People like what they call them that. Cause like, that's what they are really. It's like, they, they 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 want you to feel like low. I, w- I did a video and like it's just like man, they want you to feel um they want you to feel sad and depressed. They want to like they want you to feel this way and you're giving it to them. This is why at the end of the day, like why I joke about David Ike so much because I like his message. He's like come from a place of love, you know, yep. raise your vibration. Don't let them consume this energy that they want. And you see it like I, I know you got time with it, so we'll bring it to a close soon. Is like even with the leftist shit and the Antifa and the LGBTQ and all the shit. Yep. It's crazy. I had a co-host, uh, uh, my, my buddy, like we, the, I, I needed someone to fill in a spot. He was a fan of the show and we got to know each other. He was a gay dude. Didn't even know he was gay. All right. Yeah. Until like, um, weeks later when my buddy Juan pointed it out from the one I want podcast. And, uh, he's like, Oh, he's gay. And I was like, what? I was like, man, my gator must be way off. Didn't even, <laughs> I was like, maybe you were bi. I don't know, whatever. And we, he helped me keep the show alive and I'll always be thankful for that. But then we started re- meeting this like fork in the road 
where I was like, Hey, just leave the kids out of it. You know, whatever it's fine for what it is. Just leave the kids out of it, you know? And then he was like, he started transition and we all like, even my buddies like, Hey, he's the token gay dude on the show. Cause we've had like a black and we've all all sorts of people around the show and my friends and stuff like that. And, and different walks of life. And then he kept going down that road and the fans, yeah. I haven't really explained this too much other than saying that he's not part of it much anymore, but that's the, what happened is like, he went too far left. It's like all of a sudden he stepped a huge, like a huge gallop, like a horse one direction. And then I was like, Whoa. And then we, it came to this point where he's like, I can't argue with you about this anymore. And then we just stopped having him on the show. And our whole thing was like, Hey, leave the kids alone. And he's like, you can't tell kids they're mentally ill. And I was like, it is a mental illness. Gender dysphoria is a real mental illness that people feel. And, and it just, it's just crazy. Cause like, I never, I don't judge people in the way that other people do. Right. Like I'm all about like freedom of speech, freedom to do whatever you want with your buddy. If, if you want to do that as an adult, do whatever you want. I could care less. But as soon as you start wanting to like take people into your cult and condition them and brainwash them into your ideologies because you think you're righteous or virtuous. That's when I have a problem. Yeah. See, I actually went down to the million um, person March and I had a friend I was in supposed Vancouver. To go. Uh, yeah. I, well, I um, went undercover oh, because yeah, people would have recognized people, you. I'm sure. Yeah. A lot of people. And I wanted to actually know what each side was thinking. Yeah. So I had people implanted in Vancouver. Um, I was here in the grand Prairie one mm-hmm. and then um, at Toronto, I think it was. Toronto yeah, that's what Toronto. I was supposed to be there. I couldn't or make it. Toronto. Yeah. Yeah. And so I had people and we asked them the same questions because I was noticing that both sides are completely fighting for something completely different yeah. um, because the propaganda and the algorithm are being pushed on the liberal side as conservatives just hate the LGBT yeah, and they true. want to. Yeah. And then on the liberal, on the conservative side is they have paid actors such as like the um, drag shows where they pay it. They pay the teachers it. union to fucking protest. Yeah. And so what the, what they do is they pay this and then they put it out for rage farming. Now conservatives are like, oh, this is what's happening to our chil- children, blah, blah, blah. And it's got to be this community when in fact it's the UN and the teachers in the schools who are absolutely 100 percent responsible for sexualizing content yeah. um, in kids schools. It has nothing to do with the LGBT community or the trans community. They're just using him as a Trojan horse to introduce things but it's the teachers the un and the school boards that are doing this and so it's really funny because i'm watching this whole thing and i was going to make an entire episode about this but because i was uh like my account was kind of like not well i was like okay i'll put it on my patreon and then i would put everything that we found between both groups to kind of give everybody a whole picture so that they can see that it's not actually each others that that are hating each other it's propaganda being used against the liberals and propaganda being used against the conservatives while the middle group kind of brings in sexual. Yeah, I, right I, I had a family like, member, like I don't give a shit. I'm done caring and stuff like that. So they had like the, the no hate, uh, no space for hate. And I commented this huge thing. I was like, nobody hates people because they're gay. 
That is exactly, ridiculous. Yeah. They don't like it being forced on their children. And then this idea that they're like, you can't force uh, um, heterosexuality on kids. What are you talking about? That's the natural human biological <laughs> like feeling that you get is the idea of why we have children today. You know, thank a straight person for why the kids exist, why you have kids or why you're alive is because of that basic biological. It's never going to change. And the it, fact it, that it won't yeah. people are like, no, I, my uncle's gay i don't i always joke i was like, i don't hate him because he's gay i hate him because he's a liberal like and it's like i'm joking but like this idea that they're so conditioned and radicalized i use that word a lot because yeah. they are you're yeah. being like transformed into something that you're inherently not especially like teenagers and stuff like that of they want to go against the grain but you're actually being a part of that you're actually transforming society into something that when you're 35 you're going to hate. You're not going to like what the society you're growing up in. You're going to fucking despise it because you transformed it into this. And I a hundred percent believe that they're trying to like bring in pedophilia and normalize it under the guise of like all these different sexualities. And if 80% of your personality is your sexuality, you don't have much of a personality then. Exactly. That's all. That's what I'm seeing as well. What I think they're doing is I think they're trying to get their pedophile ring up and running um, legally so that they have volunteers instead of people that they have to kidnap and force into it. So if they can, I guess, educate a whole younger generation that this is OK behavior, then they'll have less lawsuits and problems legally like Epstein did. It gives me chills. And I think that's what it's it is. It's like this is what the U.N. is is pushing. And this is why, you know, I it's funny because I bring this up, but I'm reading David I book right and I, I listened to him on london real london real is a great show uh for what they're trying to do i don't know if you're aware of london real but they're no i'm gonna write that down yeah, Actually, london real is great they have like so many he has it's one dude um and he has so many different people on that and he he has uh he had he had david i on nine times now and it's called david i oh, banned wow. because he's banned from 27 countries there's a for 27 countries for saying what the fuck he's saying for like speaking out and, and doing it in a more kind of positive way. But he talks about so much about how they want to get you addicted to like the physical aspects of reality. And then it makes me really think about the LGBT stuff of, of being so addicted to your physicality and your sexuality. And then you feed into that. And we're making a generation of kids that are completely addicted to porn and sex and, and then darker shit down the road and furries and all that weird shit that people are into and uh, you know my buddy that i used to have on the show he'd be like don't yuck anyone else's yum and i'm like yeah. whatever like if it, people and i've said this people can do what they want and we me and my co-host always joke is like you know like i'll do basic stuff if i really want like you know maybe chain somebody up or something like that but nothing like crazy i don't need that if you need something that extreme for sexual gratification then there's something mentally wrong Oh, you. yeah, that I think they've been doing it very slowly, just like they have been with a lot of their 100%. other, I should say, pilot pro projects to get our behaviors to change. And it all starts with very limited low. So people don't really see it as a threat. And then they just try and keep pushing the boundaries. And unless we like make those boundaries very clear of what is known, what is yeah, they will absolutely steamroll us in every single possible way from sexualizing children to our freedoms. 100%. To 
live, how we think, how we talk, how we speak, all of this stuff. And then all of a sudden your free will and sovereignty isn't even a thing anymore. You're just a robot human basically doing what they want us to do to please them, the overlord parasites who think they're in charge. But in fact, they're not, because if they were, they would need to do all of this in order to keep us chained down. Yeah, 100 percent. And well, I kind of ended on uh, on this and I was it's funny because like I was with my co-host we're doing uh, I call them now off uh, off topic if we like go too far off because we like joke about all the time there's so many things going on in the world that like uh, people really liked when we actually just ranted about like stuff that was going on in the world so I was sticking to his topic and then I put it out and then put on Patreon uh, we did one recently and it was about the sand down cloud which is this cryptic creature these these kids saw one time but then I got into like oh there's like there is uh, there's cat boxes for kids in schools. And he's like, no fucking way. And I was like, look it up. And then he's like, oh shit, I gotta go down a rabbit hole. If I start this, <laughs> he's a real like Quebec, New York, Ontario. And I was like, yeah, it's, it's real. And then yeah. the fact that like when I was in high school, you would get the living shit beat out of you. If you were doing any of that type of shit. And it's just, it's so strange to see the direction of the world. And considering like, I know there's people out there that knew me that are like, whoa, like he was talking about the shit when he was like f- way too young to even probably comprehend it. And in their point of view, probably right. But it is weird to see how much it's shifting. And the things that I was predicting and talking about, um, and it's not prediction. It is researching and learning about what direction they want to take the world. Uh, it's, it's funny how, like, I thought I'd be like 50, 60, before they yeah. really started like pushing this shit, like full, like just like, let's go, go time. And it's now. <laughs> Honestly, I thought the same thing when I was, uh, I don't know how old you are, but I'm, I'm 32. I just turned 32 too. Oh, okay. I thought you were way, way younger than me. Sarah. I look like, young though. Everyone thinks I'm like okay. 24. I thought you were 26. Honestly, <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh, you're way younger than me. I'm like, but it's good to see like the younger. <laughs> how old are you? Mind. 37. Okay. Yeah. 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 yeah I so just like, turned 32. Oh, okay. So we're like close in that generation of we grew up with like, you know, you got South Park, Simpsons and all of that stuff. You got jackass. And I think they thought we were going to be dumber than we were, but it really turned backwards on them. And I think what they're trying to do with the younger generation is make it more subdued than what the millennials and the Gen Xers are. I thought you were 33. Oh, Oh, Thanks, man. I'm like, that, that makes me feel so much better because the minute a gray comes out, I cry. But like, if, if you can't really crazy. see it, my fucking whole hair, I will have hair to the day I die. My fucking hair is gray. Like, oh, really? Yeah. Like my whole fucking, oh, wow. almost all of them, like not, but it's dark, but I got the salt and pepper, you know? <laughs> yeah. See, I like the minute I see one thing, like, I don't even care about my roots. I don't care what I look like. <laughs> one freaking gray hair. I'm like to the salon we go. I'm like, this needs to be covered up, dude. I'm not walking around like this. So I totally know how you feel, but I think they're trying to subdue like the younger generation so that they don't turn out like takes us, millennials. One, and one generation to completely brainwash them. And that's why like, mm-hmm. Sometimes my wife thinks like I, I talk about things too far in advance. We're like, we're planning to have kids eventually. Right. And like, I, I've told her like the, what I would like to do and, you know, and I want to make sure my kid is aware of the things that going on and intelligent and, but not show them too much too soon. But yeah. like, make sure they're aware because like, I never had that outlet uh, and they, they saw me as like a, a rebel without a cause or whatever you want to say, but like uh, acting out because I didn't, I, I think I recognized at a very young age, the system that we lived in was not beneficial to human beings. 
Yeah. And and a lot of kids who do feel that it's that instinct that you have that you're born with. Right. So it's kind of like leading you in a certain direction, but it's not matching your outside. And I think as a child, because you're so young, you still don't understand everything. You can't really self-reflect on your own thoughts and on your own feelings. You just kind of act out because you don't know what is going on. And I think the younger we teach children about learning how to listen to their own gut feelings and trusting that gut feeling and then, you know, being truthful with kids because kids even though they're small they're very well aware and very intelligent in knowing what is going on in the world and what is right and what is wrong and I think being completely honest with um with your children with everything that is going on and then kind of letting them figure it out for themselves as well is a very very fine balancing act that I find a lot of young parents have issues with like anyone I iPad generation I said I've never I've never fucking given my kid an iPad or a fucking (laughs) tablet or whatever and it's like having them stuck behind that screen no I would let them cry it out before I give them that shit. Like at the end of the day, like I, I will be stern, but I will be very like excited. Like I'm like you where I'm like, it's like super energy and shit like that all the time. And I will g- give them more to, I want to be connected to nature more. I think especially mushrooms did that to me. I, there's a fucking tree out back. Like I, I'm surrounded by trees. That's like our fence line. Oh, nice. We're in the country. We're surrounded by trees. So every time there's this one tree, looks like he's fucking waving at me. Every time I have mushrooms, I'm like, yeah. I'm never let, I, I hate walnuts. They're always dropping down. You're stepping on, you break an ankle. But I was like, I can't cut you down. Cause I feel like yeah. I saw it. Like I, it sounds weird, but like I always, uh, I've always said that you're connecting to a plant consciousness cause mycelium is in the ground and it connects all living things. So you're getting a dose of what reality the, that nature lives in, so to speak. Like the one time to, I got to end this. Like the one time I was, uh, I was tripping balls and I was like, is this what like plants see? And my wife's like, plants don't see. And I was like, yeah, but with it, they feel this, right? I was like, this has to be like their reality because you're connecting to them because mycelium, the mushrooms grow into the ground and give, give life to dead things. And you know, Absolutely. So look up um, the root system in mm. trees um, that are close. They actually communicate together. It's fucking crazy. Through, yeah, through um, like their entire root system. I feel like they, they know when I'm on mushrooms. Oh, it's probably. Weird. And especially if you go outside with bare feet and people say you can want to do that more often. You, you know, we're all electrical. Just got to watch over the dog poop. Oh, definitely. I have to go out there every because I've got two mini horse size like dogs that I rescued. And honestly, the poop is. It's like a weekly like four garbage bags. It's bad. Um, I will. I know you got time. So I'll let you go. Um, I want you to show your stuff. Uh, I do. I would like to do this again at some point. um, Absolutely. And maybe dive really deep into some uh, subjects because now we've kind of broken the ice. I really, really like your content. Um, It is refreshing. Uh, to be honest and uh, I'll cut some clips and stuff like that. And if you want, I can even, um, with reels, you can like collaborate. I can throw it to your channel too. Absolutely. Um, Please do. Yeah. I'm really good at cutting some fun clips for everybody. So they get like the, you know, see what the conversation is all about. I'll probably cut, uh, cut a bunch cause there's, I think this was, uh, some solid content and we got some fun stuff, but I would like you to come back because I think it would be enjoyable for the fans. And I feel like we've just kind of scratched the surface on uh, what we, we could get into. Um, yeah. but make sure to share your stuff. And then, uh, like I, I've said to you, we'll stay in contact or whatever, but if you need help on your side, with anything and stuff like that. If you need anyone to come on your show as your Patreon, let me know or anything. Cause I'm pretty versed in like everything. 
because I chose oh, to like awesome. expand my like paranormal, even like true crime, serial killer stuff, any anything like that, uh, conspiracy wise. I my my knowledge stretches too far sometimes. Um, Honestly, I'm so into that because that's actually the stuff I like and it's fun for me. Um, the government stuff is just to wake people up yeah. so they know what's coming down the pipeline. But when I tell you I will research for three days straight on like the weirdest conspiracy theories, dude, just let me know what you want to talk yeah. about and I will dive deep with you. That'd be I'll sick. Get, I'll get into the craziest theories. Where I'm, I want to talk about the Karzarian Mafia soon just because the shit that's going on. Yes. Uh, with, I know so much. Oh, maybe I should bring you on. <laughs> To that one with my buddy from Ireland that'd be pretty fun because it's I want it to be like two hours you know two and a half like to really dive into it but there's a lot of stuff that now I want to cover because it would be fun but like we did two parts last year near Halloween about people that thought they had sex with ghosts so like shit like that really gets my goat like the weird shit that like really like you're like what the fuck Oh my gosh, dude. I don't want to go see that episode. What did you say last Halloween? It was last Halloween. If you look up uh, on our show, if you look up spectrophilia, um, spectrophilia? What, what, that's, a, that's the scientific term of what it's called. It yeah. is very fun. Like if you want, I suggest maybe watching the video on YouTube, but if you are just listening, it's very funny. Uh, this is one of my co-hosts and stuff like that. Like it's, there's three of us on it and it's a riot. Probably some okay, of the funnest I'll- shit. People loved it because it's, weird right people are like yeah. oh, fuck we did we actually did an episode two uh on um the the uh, sexual alien encounters that shit's <laughs> fucking weird there are so many people that think that they fucked an alien <laughs> it's weird that is awesome i'm sorry i gotta i seriously gotta look into that like so bad it's so weird hilarious it's oh fun so if you yeah t- honestly i think you'd be interested you should check out those episodes because then you'll kind of see our sense of humor and how i do things like even uh last year i'll tell you this to end this on last year we did our halloween special right i want to yeah. be a hippie because i'm all in the mushroom shit i'll send you a clip from it or something and uh i have to send you the one clip because my buddy's like i was like, i'm broke i don't know what to do or whatever and i was like do you have a suit and then he's like yeah and i was like um we're gonna put you in clown makeup and you're gonna be trudeau and it's <laughs> Dude, like the awesome. creepiest looking shit and the whole time he's like you gotta go get your vaccines like just playing it up and i'm like i could because i was i took mushrooms on that episode yeah. i was i couldn't even look at him i was like <laughs> you look fucked man <laughs> oh that's awesome i yeah. love that shut out all your stuff back on that though yeah i and if you want to collab let me know i'll 100%. push all of your stuff on my socials I appreciate and so that. forth and if you have anyone who wants to actually start the initiative has a small business let them know about my website. We're kind of putting together all the small business uh, businesses in Canada to try and counteract. Yeah. If you want to connect through like my podcast as like some sort of business, I'm very open to that. Um, it's awesome. definitely going to give people a different angle, which what I always said, like I'm trying to give people like laughs and, and, and think about these things, but also enjoy your life and come out of like yes. humor is the best part. Like people that are in concentration camps are still using humor to get them through like the horrible shit they were going through. And I, and I always say, I know there's people that think that that shit was fake, but there's like, yeah, there's lunatics out there. So there's, yeah, n- not everything is faked. Like some things are real. Some things are embellished. Some things yeah. are, um, you know, over exaggerated, yeah. over exaggerated. Exactly. And so forth. I think it's just a discernment of, you know, 
kind of going through the details. But yeah, there's people that are like, that never happened. Yeah. And like, Hitler wasn't real. This wasn't real. Yeah, it's no. like, dude, yeah, it's, it, he's kind of in books and like there's pictures of him. So you kind of can't say he's not real. Yeah. You know what I mean? But there are people who are absolutely like, you know, off in La La Land and you just kind of got to leave them in the Lulu Land because they're not coming back. I think this was a good connecting bridge for our content, stuff like that. I do think that we think very similar. You kind of remind me of myself in a lot of ways. Um, So we'll stay in contact for all the host heads out there. As we call our fans, because we try to keep Canadian, right? Like if you, you know what strange brew is, right? You have to. I do. Yeah. Okay. So that's why, that's why I took my name. Cause I was like, we know what to call the show. And I was like, you know what? We're two drunk guys sh- sitting there talking about the stupidest shit most times, right? Like in people's point of views, but we're drinking and talking about like, you know, like, Oh, look at the astronaut arm. See if it could take off a beer cap, like stuff like that. Right. So that's why I needed the way I did. But, um, you know, I, I think it would be very justified to like bring you back on, maybe do some other connecting collaborations and see what we can do. Cause I can get very serious too about the stuff I talk about. Um, but Absolutely. shout out everything that you need to, and then we'll bring it to like an end. Awesome. Yeah. So if you guys want to visit my page, it's truth seeker zero one zero zero one on Instagram, Facebook, TikTok x and then the patreon is artemis news media including my youtube page which is artemis news media if you find any of my socials my link tree is in my bio it'll take you right over there and we're basically starting an initiative where we are starting a small business collaboration across canada and the united states in order to counteract the cabal so anybody who wants to fight the cabal, we've got some pretty big players that are coming on board here. Um, I'm just doing interviews so that we don't have infiltrators or any fake people um, because I'm super, super careful that we yeah. do not end up like certain other groups that have been made and made it far. Um, that's why we're doing everything legally. So everything with business licenses, we're not a news media, we're a consulting media so we can get around Bill C-11. 100%. Uh, that's yeah. awesome. I would love to connect and do what I can to help you guys even uh, through my platform. If you guys need ads or anything done, uh, I'll play it on my show and stuff like that. So like I want to help out where I can, because I truly believe in trying to figure out solutions for this. A lot of the solutions, everyone asks me always for a video on solutions. And I think most of them are very basic. Like do not comply. That's a one big one. Just stop complying to what the government tells you to do. Um, I'm not going to say anything else because I think it would get us, well, but taxes, there's, yeah. a, there's a way around it, you know, like an, enough of us do there it. There are loopholes yes. and we need to work together to find these legal loopholes. So you're not breaking the law. You're just playing their game on their level and turning it on them. hundred percent. And when I saw you post that video, I really want to get involved. So I'm here if you need me. Awesome. Thank you and so if, much. If I, I have a fuck the new world order shirt. If anyone wants one, Yes. <laughs> I started, I should order. One I started, I started making one where I wanted to do, uh, it's, it's, uh, it's not, uh, it's not inoculation. Uh, it's extermination or some shit. Like I want to do a bunch of shirts like that, but I'm just going to fucking fuck with people. If you want this idea, just be like, explain it to them as if they took the vax for a donut. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's so a I'm like, one. that's the shirt I want. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Stay strange, everybody. Awesome. Thank you.